Hi, I'm Sam Chan, and you're listening to the Sam Chan Leadership Podcast. It's my desire to help others succeed. I'm here to help you and your organization grow, grow to the next level. Thank you for joining me on this leadership journey. Let's get started. So you saw a video. This video, uh, I just shot this this last uh, Monday. I was uh, in. Uh, we're still, yeah, same week. I travel, so it's, I'm just kind of turn around. So it was this Monday that I was in Portland, Oregon, speaking at a conference on Dr. Frank Damasio, and uh, 20 minutes from there is where, in 1979, it all started as far as ministry goes. I had six in my youth group and a broken down church van. Anybody knows every church van is broken down, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Why do we need a church van that really starts? <laughs> and so I uh, had a broken down church van, six kids, once in a while, we would have revival breakout and we would have eight. And youth ministry was different in those days. You just, uh, as, a, as a youth pastor, as a kids' men pastor, you know, you just get in the van, you go pick up the kids, bring them to the church, do something with them, take them back, and that is how it all really started. But if you had walked up to me in 1979 and said to me, because my conference I was speaking at had a few thousand people from all, literally all over the world, as are at this conference as well, uh, and had said to me, Sam, fast forward to 2018, and you'll come back to the same city to speak to all these people. I would never have imagined that because nobody told me what I want to share with you tonight. Nobody told me that I was born with destiny in my heart. Nobody told me that what I was doing is not what I was doing, but I was doing what I was doing because there was destiny on my heart. I'm here to remind you tonight that I have destiny, you have destiny, and we have destiny. Everyone together. One, two, three. I have destiny, you have destiny, and we have. Get your fingers out there. Get your, get your hands. This is the most exercising I get all day. Here we go. One, two, three. One more time. One, two, three. My mother saved all my report cards when I was growing up from pre-K, K, and so on. The kindergarten uh, pre-K teacher in the report card writes, Sam talks too much. Uh, does not pay attention, is disruptive in class. My kindergarten teacher writes in the comment section, Sam has started biting other children. <laughs> Talks too much. Is disruptive in class. My first grade teacher, I still remember my first day of my first grade, uh, uh, her name was Miss Bonnie Face, a good British name. And so, so there's a floor and desks that sit on the floor. And normal kids walk on the floor to get to the desks. I was walking on top of the desks. And she writes in there, Sam is disruptive in class, does not pay attention, talks too much, talks too much. Guess how I make my living today? <laughs> Talking. 
They've been trying to keep me down from pre-K. But I'm here to tell you, if there's destiny on your life, if God placed something in your life, and the destiny that you were born with, nobody, doesn't matter what people say about you, doesn't matter where you're serving, doesn't matter what position you're in, doesn't matter what you say about yourself, because you see, what you say about yourself is none of your business. Because I have destiny and you have destiny and we have destiny. Four quick things about destiny tonight. Number one, we all make destiny decisions. Destiny decisions. All of us are in this room, doesn't matter how young you are, how old you are. All of us are in this room because maybe four, maybe six, what I call destiny decisions. For me, for example, my number one destiny decision I remember was coming to United States of America in 1973 uh, from India as an immigrant at the age of 20 uh, to go to a Bible college in Atlanta, Georgia. So leaving home at the age of 20, that was a destiny decision. I landed in JFK airport in New York with literally 87 cents in my pocket. I remember it was 87 cents because I landed at the international part of the airport and I was going to domestic part of the airport and I had suitcases. These were days before they invented wheels. Whoever invented wheels for suitcases, may they make it to heaven. I mean, that should be enough. That should be enough to get them in. Whoever they are, they should, they should be in there. Absolutely. So I'm lugging my suitcases across JFK airport, going from international to domestic terminal. And the shuttle bus pulls by. And I get on the shuttle bus and the bus driver says to me, that'll be a dollar, sir. Well, I hunted in my pocket and came up with 87 cents. And like they can only tell you New York, he told me to get off his bus. So that's how I remember. So destiny decision number one was coming to the United States. Destiny decision number two was getting married in 1979 to Brenda. Getting married. How many of you married? How many of you married? Married, married. Yeah. Some of you kind of going like this, like you're not really, you're having that kind of evening, huh? All right. So, yeah, who you marry makes all the difference in the world. Can everyone go, mm hmm? And if you're not married, just take it from the folks sitting at your table or sitting around you. Be careful. <laughs> Destiny decision number two was getting married. When Brenda and I got married, I made Brenda a promise. I said, babe, if you ever leave me, I'm coming with you. 